Welcome to a special edition of Inside the Hashes Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Roberts, and today I'm joined by Northern Iowa starting off at the tackle, Spencer Brown. After 17 starts over the last two seasons for Spencer, he is now entering his redshirt junior year with even higher expectations going into 2019. I'd like to thank Spencer so much for taking the time to speak with me today as we discuss his career so far and an outlook into the 2019 season. All right, Spencer, I wanted to talk to you just a little bit about, because I know you played eight-man football in high school at Lenox High School in Iowa. I wanted to just talk to you about um, just the the differences back then, because I know obviously you played you know tight end, defensive end, but just talk a little bit to the listeners about eight-man football in general, just the schematics of it, and uh, just the transition that you had to kind of go from eight-man to 11-man in college. Yeah, um, just come out of high school. And as far as the development um, of your body weight-wise, was it something where it was more like what do you what do you consider the biggest factor? Because obviously there's the you know the weightlifting program on a college level is obviously a lot you know a, a, obviously on a higher level, but obviously they, I'm sure they have you on know, like a nutrition plan as well. What do you think was the biggest uh, biggest help to you to put on that much weight in a shorter amount of time? I know, obviously, you, you stayed in the home state at Northern Iowa. Why was, coming out of high school, why was Northern Iowa the best fit for you overall, and what were some other schools that you may have had interest in besides them? I was 
obviously. I ended up here and uh, I'm thankful for that. Coach Farley took a gamble on a 220-pound tight end from a small town in Southwest Iowa. I'm forever grateful for that. But um, choosing you and I, is like I kind of wanted to stay in state. I'm an Iowa kid, small-time kid. Love my hometown and everything like that. But you and I was perfect for me because um, it had that small-town feel. We still play a big stage. So um, walking on campus, I obviously see uh, my friends. I see uh, my coaching staff regularly. Feel like we're more of a family than we are a team. You know, it's a big, big thing for me because I, I love the dome and the coaching staff, and it was also my state. So mm-hmm. I would get it hard for sure. And I know, obviously, you know, with you playing tight end and defensive end in high school, as far as recruiting, did you see a lot of interest at those positions, or were, was Northern Iowa recruiting you to eventually move over to tackle, or was that something that came when you got on campus? Like, what was kind of the recruiting uh, outlook for you as far as um, eventual position? Uh, I never really got into the whole position talk about with my schools. I mean, coming out of high school, I figured I was going to play tight end at the end. I was pretty dominant tight end. I can catch balls. I'm, I'm a big guy. But uh, with my frame, I was, I think I was like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, so um, they could notice, obviously, that I could carry a lot of weight and I was athletic enough to do so. And um, I never really got told I was going to put on as a tackle, but on my like official visit, I had to come to my physical or whatever in the training room, and I got fitted for knee braces. I looked at the trainer like, "Why are tight ends wearing knee braces here?" <laughs> and then we all joke, we all, we all joke about it now. And Travis, our trainer, was always was always said, "Well, they told me to see for knee braces, so I think you're off at the tackle from day one." But <laughs> uh, the the final the final pull the trigger was when my after after my first spring ball, I was probably two. 250 maybe, 260, and I walked to the coach's bar's office and I said, everybody's telling me to play offensive tackle, so if you could just tell me to play offensive tackle so I can start putting on weight like I need to, that'd be great. He's like, yeah, yeah, I think we're going to be offensive tackle. I'm like, all right, try to get it. That's I'm fun. all in on it. Let's do it. Yeah, and how, how was that tra- trans- transition early on? Because I know obviously, you know, tight end, you're going to do some blocking, but um, just what was kind of the, the easiest part of the transition to offensive tackle and what was something that might have been more of a challenge for you? Uh, probably one of the easier ones was being local quick enough because I, mean, I was decently athletic in high school and then coming here um, I even got a little bit more athletic so using my mobility and flexibility and speed like that that was probably the easier part but the, the hardest part was just uh, using like, my technique I mean obviously moving from tight end to offensive linemen, the guys are bigger, even from eight man, but uh, Division One FCS, the guys are bigger, so just the physicality was a big thing for me, uh, that it took me forever to learn almost, but um, I really started to like the line play, I like the nastiness of it, and uh, getting after people, I remember the Lamar game, I was kind of getting a little chippy, and that's just kind of playing styles, uh, through the echo of the whistle, kind of in your face type of guy, so that's probably the biggest challenge for me, was becoming a big physical player that, um, just tried to dominate each play because when I was first starting out, I was a little hesitant from guys that were much larger. But um, I credit my growth in that area to Carter Scholl and Adam Rest, which were two uh, defensive linemen from from here. And uh, Carter obviously is a stamp in the NFL and the AAF, and uh, he would legit dominate me every single day all fall. That just kind of opened my eyes up, and that I mean, no one's going to help you out there, so you got to do it yourself. And then. Adam Reth was the next year, and him and I would go at it. He would eat win. I must say that right now, he'd win. <laughs> but uh, just his help and, and not letting up on me and 
just put me through those hard times. Just helped me grow through that. And I, I know, I, obviously, you just mentioned a couple guys, Carter, and you know, Northern Iowa has been a, a program at the at the FCS level that has had a ton of great players. I mean, even back to like Kurt Warner or David Johnson and. Uh, Doris Fountain pretty recently great players who have made their marks in the NFL and obviously you guys had a lot of success last year I know you made it to the second round of the playoffs you beat Lamar that you already mentioned in the first round you had a close loss to UC Davis in the second um, how has that momentum from last season because obviously making the second round of the playoffs is a huge accomplishment so how has that um, those types of accomplishments helped you guys so far this offseason to gain some momentum and to really set the standard for 2019 yeah, I mean, we all have flashbacks or thoughts and memories from last season and ones we should have had and ones that we let go and at times that we did play good, but now we're just focusing on turning those close losses in, in the wind and it's only a few mistakes or a couple of errors and stuff like that, so it's just inconsistent with everything we do and that's from being on the field to a to the weight room to uh, running all the way through the line during sprints and stuff like that, so... Um, we know what we, what we messed up last year. I mean, it's evident uh, what happened in some certain games, but um, just focusing on what we need to do to get better, and that's uh, divided from each position group of line. That's their own thing going on. Quarterbacks have their own thing going on. And receivers need to do their own thing, but all in all, everybody just needs to do their part and keep everybody accountable, and, and that's what I think we've been doing so far in this, uh, this summer lift and workouts. So I'm excited for the, for the season to get here. I mean, about probably 60 days out, I'll open up the Iowa State. And I wanted to ask you specifically because, I mean, you guys have, you know, some experience on the offensive line coming back. I've, I, you know, a couple really good targets in the passing game with, with like Briley Moore and a couple other guys. I know there's some experience on the offense, but obviously you guys lost Eli at quarterback. How has the offense looked so far this offseason and how, how high are the expectations for you guys as a group going into 2019? Expectations are always high. That's, that's the way we like them. You got to be held accountable by those expectations, which I enjoy. But um, along the offensive line, we got Jackson Scott Brown back, three year starter, started 33 consecutive games. And he knows, he knows how to get us going and focused up. And then I have, you got to be my third year experience. And um, he's on the left, I'm on the right. So we kind of just try to filter out any questions or miscommunication that's going on about the line. And, I kind of missed part of spring ball, but we'll pick that back up in, in fall. But um, very excited for the passing game. As, um, we always do said probably more. Jalen James, another great receiver. Um, and we also have Isaiah Weston back, who we didn't have at all last year. Mm. He's, he's a, he was a freshman All-American, so uh, it's going to be good to get him back. Uh, all the quarterbacks are pretty young. So um, just giving them the confidence they need, which means just giving them time in the pocket that they need or just a hand up or anything like that just to get them focused and comfortable is the biggest thing that pops out in my eyes. And I wanted to ask you, because obviously, you know, playing different positions growing up, I'm sure this answer might be different than like, you know, when I when I would ask an offensive lineman, guys they've grown, you know, they've kind of modeled their game after growing up and guys they looked up to might be an offensive line position. But for you, who were some players that while you were growing up and you gained that love for football that you really watched a lot and tried to take things from their game and just looked up to? I'd say it started out my, my family tree. Um, I was pretty young for the majority of my cousins, but I remember watching my cousin Jake Sandoff and playing baseball and football and how much of an influence he had in the team. And not just um, not just physically or things on the field, but how it was with his players and stuff like that. It really changed how they played and how successful they were. So I kind of like to 
Sky game actors. Taylor Lewan and Tyron Smith. Taylor Lewan plays for the Titans and Tyron Smith is left tackle for the Cowboys. But um, just two really dominant guys that are, that are really, really good in their position and category. But I really like Taylor Lewan's nastiness and I watch his highlights and stuff like that. Just how he gets after people and doesn't care what people think. That's kind of what I try to be like. And maybe my mom doesn't like that, but it'll be all right. <laughs> And so, what are what are some things now? Because I mean, obviously, you say you missed a little bit of spring ball, but what are things this off season, just from maybe maybe a technical perspective, or a, you know, a, maybe just a physical gaining kind of perspective? What are things that you've been focused on most improving individually in your game? Um, since I started all spring, I had time to pretty much hang out in the weight room all all day, every day when they were practicing. So, um, just putting on more weight and putting more of my frame was a was a thing for me. I mean, I was probably two ninety five coming into spring ball, and I mean, I'm now sitting at three tenths and another fifteen pounds there, which is good. And um, also just being in the in the film room and stuff like that, even by myself, just watching film. Even though I'm not out there, I can still I uh, get mental reps uh, while I'm watching film, or as well I stand behind while they do scrimmage and stuff like that, and just picture myself in their shoes and what I would do, and just kind of going through the steps, but. That's pretty much my spring ball is a lot of mental uh, mental game and then working out was my big thing. And last question here for you, Spencer. Now, obviously, we talked a little bit about the the standards are always high at Northern Iowa with with the just the history of the program and expectations for yourself. I'm sure are high as well for you individually as a team, offensive wise, whatever it might be. What are some goals that you want to accomplish during the 2019 season? Uh, this would be one of the most dominant offenses in. Yeah, it's in Missouri Valley. I mean, um, we're a big offensive line. I like to run the rock and uh, pound it down your face, and that's kind of what I want to get after this season. And also, elevate my game in is the run game. And pass, I pretty much pass sets and stuff like that. I pretty much get her down. But just being physical all game, all day in the run game is a big thing for me. And as a group, I mean, um, the best game they go on, it's on us. The whole game pretty much relies on the line. So uh, just to stay after it. Awesome. All day is one of our one of our goals for sure. All right, well, great, Spencer. Again, man, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate you just giving me a little glimpse into your story, and I'll be wishing you the best of luck this season. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. With that, this will end my interview with Northern Iowa starting offensive tackle Spencer Brown. I'd like to thank Spencer again so much for taking the time to speak with me today and all the listeners for tuning in. Please join me and the rest of the crew on the next edition of Inside the Hashes.